The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Prescription for Success with your host, Dr. Emil Haldi. Each week, we come through the myths and facts about health and wellness in order to bring you the best advice and the right information that you need to live an incredible life. Now, here is Dr. Emil Haldi. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Prescription for Success. This is your host, Emil Haldi. We have a fantastic show prepared for you today. Our show is titled From Fatigue to Fantastic. You'll be feeling pretty fantastic as you keep listening. Fatigue is one of the most common conditions for many patients with chronic diagnosis. Fatigue is a huge part of people's life, even if they have no official diagnosed condition. Fatigue manifests differently from different severity levels, from mild to moderate to severe. It could be part of a normal, modern, busy, busy life to being completely and totally incapacitated. Fatigue can have dramatic consequences if not addressed. Think about it. Let's look at the workplace statistics. 47% of employers have experienced productivity loss in their company due to fatigue. 50% of employers have had an employee fall asleep on the job. Yes, fall asleep on the job. 57% of employers report call-outs due to fatigue. National Safety Council on Fatigue reports that people with fatigue are three times more likely to be in a car crash. More than 5,000 people died in 2014 in fatigue related driving incidents or accidents. Fatigue leads to depression, obesity, cardiovascular disease, and other illnesses. Fatigue is estimated to cost employers $136 billion a year in health-related loss productivity. More than 70 million Americans suffer from a sleep disorder that leads to fatigue. This is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, this is huge. To me, life is about energy and performance. Energy, in many ways, leads to personal fulfillment and achievement. Would you like to be more fulfilled and achieve more? Don't we all? So stay with us. My guest today is Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, an iconic figure in the space of integrative medicine and fatigue. Dr. Teitelbaum is one of the most frequently quoted integrative medical authorities in the world. He's the author of several best-selling books, From Fatigue to Fantastic, Pain-Free, One, Two, Three, the Complete Guide to Beating Sugar Addiction, Real Cause, Real Cure, The Fatigue and Fibromyalgia Solution, Diabetes is Optional, and the popular free smartphone app Cures A to Z. He is the lead author of four studies on effective treatment of fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. Dr. Teitelbaum appears often as a guest on news and talk shows nationwide, including Good Morning America, Dr. Oz Show, Oprah and Friends, CNN, and Fox Health News. Welcome to the show, Dr. Teitelbaum. Emil, it's great to be with you today. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Indeed. So for those of you out there, if, whether you have day-to-day fatigue, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, any of these, we're going to teach you how to get well today. And you may say, well, I've been to a dozen doctors and none of them have been able to help you. Yep, most doctors have no clue. But we've done the studies and we're going to tell you how to get your energy back and how to get pain-free. 
that's so, so exciting because we're going to help so many people today. It's amazing. And if you're listening to the show and you know someone who is suffering from fatigue, tell them to tune in and keep start listening and tell your family and friends all about the show. So, Dr. Teitelbaum, you, had a, you have a fascinating journey uh, that you ended up uh, being the world-renowned fatigue doctor. This is uh, your specialty, and, and uh, the information you have there out there is amazing. Tell us about your professional journey. How did you end up being a fatigue doctor? Yeah, people ask, what's a nice Jewish doctor like you doing in holistic medicine, treating <laughs> fibromyalgia? It's like... Yeah, so I got into it the old-fashioned way, the most the way that most doctors get into it. Um, I had it, you know. Most physicians involved either had it or had a family member with it. Um, I was in medical school, uh, one of the youngest in the class of three hundred. Was paying my way through college, paid my, paying my way through med school, so I was working along with doing my studies. Uh, came down with a, what I call the drop dead flu, a nasty viral syndrome, and. Um, couple months later, I still could barely function, and I had to drop out of medical school. And since I was paying my own way, uh, and no work, no income coming in, I was homeless sleeping in parks. And wow. it, it was funny. It was as if the universe put a holistic homeless medical school sign on my park bench. Naturopaths came by. I didn't even know there was such a thing as naturopaths. Herbalists, um, energy medicine people, all kinds of People came in and taught me bits and pieces of what I needed to know. And it's funny, if they had pizza, then I'd, sometimes I'd even eat. Um, and I was able to put together the information, get myself well, was able to go back to medical school. And I spent the last 40-some years uh, researching, publishing, writing, teaching um, people how to recover from fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. And the things we learned from there really are very helpful as well for those of you with day-to-day fatigue or those of you with all kinds of different pains. So these are things that your doctor, I didn't hear about at med school um, because there's no expensive medication that's going to be publicized to the doctors. But the research is very clear. These are very treatable, and we're going to teach people how today. It's pretty amazing. Wow. And uh, you, what an amazing journey. Dropping out of medical school, you said you were homeless and uh, you're right now a medical authority teaching other doctors and patients worldwide how to get well. Yeah, being on the other side of the white coat can be more educational than looking into a textbook. <laughs> Absolutely. And I could tell you, and you and I had a, a discussion prior to the show, that whenever a doctor feels the pain of the patient, it inspires us so much more to be a better clinician, to be a better physician, because you felt it and you walked in those shoes. You know what it is. So. Well, yeah. uh, you also don't understand it. I mean, people come in and they start talking about their symptoms. I say, it feels like this, 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 and this. And they go, how do you know? Has people been talking about me? It's like, because I, I had it. I know what it feels like. You know, I can yeah. describe it to people. And I also know what to do to make it go away. That's amazing. So let's talk about it. So to me, it, it, it looks like in many ways, it's sort of a perfect storm uh, as far as the energy crisis, human energy crisis. Uh, we have issues with nutrition, sleep, hormones, many other factors, inv- environmental toxins. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, it is a perfect storm. We have uh, 50% of the vitamins and minerals are lost in food processing. For, so virtually everybody in this country who's not taking nutritional support is nutritionally deficient. Uh, we've lost 30% of our sleep. Average night's sleep, when light bulbs were invented 140 years ago, was nine hours a night. Now we're down to six and three quarters. 
the speed of life is accelerating, the stress of life is accelerating, uh, and as you mentioned, there's 85,000 chemicals that are added into the environment that take firstly no safety research before they can just throw it out into the water supply or wherever they want to. Um, so people are, you know, people with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, they're kind of the canaries in the coal mine. Uh, they're more sensitive, their bodies, and which is a blessing and a curse. Um, and they are showing the effects of the sooner. But this is going to be a skyrocketing thing. Uh, more and more people are going to have it as we make these changes. And you can't avoid the environment. But what I want to do today is teach you how to thrive in our current environment. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, so most of the people are undernourished as far as minerals. Is, is that what I hear you saying? Vitamins, minerals, cofactors. Uh, again, we have 18% of our diet is added sugar, 18% is white flour, and between the rest of processing, literally half of the vitamin, half of all the nutrients in the food except for calories are gone. Wow. So, how common is severe fatigue? Well, you'll see about 31% of adults suffer with severe fatigue, and that's what the research shows. You'll have another 2 to 4% um, that will have fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue syndrome, which is the most severe form. And about that many, again, have a mild or intermediate form, or they don't quite meet the diagnostic criteria. So the reflection of the human energy crisis, again, 31% of people with severe fatigue, uh, a third of people with chronic pain, because the low energy is the main trigger for chronic pain. And we'll talk about that in a little bit too. So, and, you know, poor sleep, who gets nine hours a night? So this is now the rule rather than the exception. Dr. Teitelbaum, what about an average person who is uh, experiencing fatigue? They don't have a diagnosis of uh, any chronic conditions, but mm -hmm they're tired and they're barely carrying themselves through a day and they're always complaining of low energy. What about those people? How common is that? Oh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's just most people nowadays have that. And there's a very simple thing for most people that you can do that really can dramatically increase energy. Uh, first of all, take a good multivitamin. Most are not, by the way, but one that's high in B-complex and magnesium. Uh, there's one called the Energy Revitalization System, where one drink replaces 50 pills a day. Uh, another one, if you don't like the drinks, is called Clinical Essentials, an excellent two-pill-a-day multivitamin, um, and I take one of those myself, and I also add Shine Ribose. Um, ribose in one of our studies, two of our studies, actually, increased energy an average of 61% after three weeks, and just take the one scoop uh, in the morning or one scoop morning and lunch. Um, so if people are looking for a simple way to begin, uh, that makes a massive difference for a lot of people, and then make time to get at least your eight hours of sleep a night. And do that by cutting out the things you don't enjoy. For example, you're watching the news news networks. I don't care which one you're watching. God bless them. I'm on them. I see how they quote me. They like me. And maybe 20% of the time I'm quoted accurately or by the time they're done with the editing, it's still kind of saying what I was actually saying. Most of it is a fiction meant to scare you to death. Turn it off. If it's not enjoyable, turn it off. Take that time. Use it for sleep. If you have committee meetings or other things you hate that you don't have to do, drop them. And the simplest thing, Emil, is make a list of the things that feel good and things that don't feel good. By the, in the list of things that don't feel good, put a check by the ones where you're going to be homeless or fired if you don't do them. Yes. And the rest of them, just cut them loose. Use that time for sleep. 
you won't miss them. That's pretty amazing. So how many hours of sleep should we sleep uh, per night? What's the, uh, what's the verdict here? Because we heard well, different ranges. Everybody's different. It's like saying what size shoes should you wear. It, it varies from person to person. So the bottom line is a couple weekends, just let yourself sleep in and see how many hours of sleep and see how much sleep leaves you feeling the best. That will tell you what your sleep hour optimal level would be. On average, it's about eight to nine hours. And um, But again, everybody's different. See what feels best to you. The critical thing is making the time for sleep. It's, it's so, so important. I could tell you personally, when you talk about sleeping on the weekends, I wake up on the weekends and I say, this is what it feels to feel great. Absolutely great. You wake up and you're full of joy, full of energy, ready to go. And sleep is absolutely miraculous. It detoxes our brain, uh, replenishes our body, and uh, provides you with much-needed energy. It's, it's, it's absolutely and phenomenal. And it makes the pain go away because that's when the healing crews are out in your body. Um, it, it just, you know, people think that they don't have the time because they have all these things that we're told we should do. Well, we should do this. We should do that. We should do the other. And as a doctor, I'm going to tell you, stop shooting on yourself. Get rid of the things in your life you don't enjoy. They're not bad, but they're not for you. Let them go. So what are some of the uh, top disruptors of sleep or activities that you see in your patients? So we could share it with our listeners and perhaps they could implement it and sleep a little better. Well, here's the thing. Excess stress suppresses the sleep control center in the brain called the hypothalamus. And that's when people find they have trouble falling asleep because their day-night stress hormone or cortisol levels usually used to be 18 in the morning and under 1 in the evening. And a lot of people have low adrenal during the day. And there's a very complex technical test to tell if you need adrenal support. Do you get irritable when hungry? If you do, you need adrenal support. If you're not sure, ask the people around you. We'll talk about adrenals more in a moment. But people who have adrenal fatigue during the day, often their mind is wide awake at bedtime. And because the cortisol hasn't dropped low enough. So you have wide awake at bedtime, get some phosphatidylserine, 200 milligrams an hour before bedtime, some ashwagandha uh, an hour before bedtime. Bring your cortisol levels down, balance them so you can sleep. Do you wake up in the middle of the night, 2, 3 in the morning? Uh, a lot of reasons. A common one is that your blood sugar is dropping. Um, and a simple test for that is eat a hard-boiled egg or one or two ounces of protein. Any kind of protein is fine, but it has to be protein, not carbs. And if you find you sleep better during the night, then you're dropping your blood sugar. Simple test treats it at the same time. Um, if you're waking up to pee frequently during the night, um, there's uh, Angelica or Saga Pro is, uh, is a brand name for it. It's a very nice herb that decreases urinary urgency for those with incontinence during the day. It's very good. Um, so there's a lot that you can do uh, for sleep quality um, just in terms of lifestyle. And then there's herbal mixes that are awesome. And um, there's one called the Revitalizing Sleep Formula. It's a mix of six herbs. It leaves most people sleeping like kittens and puppies. Um, another mix of essential oils called Terrific Disease, ZZZZ. All of these you can find in most health food stores. You may even carry them. Yes. Um, and these all work very well. can be taken in combination. Um, it's very rare that I can't get somebody sleeping their eight hours a night, whether they can do it all naturally. And there are medications that can be very helpful uh, for fibromyalgia because fibromyalgia, no one thing is going to do it. You need a mix of six or eight, low doses of six or eight things um, to get people sleeping their eight hours a night. 
Well, this is pretty amazing. I could tell you I'm picking up tips as we, as we talk. Uh, I fall in the category that I'm wired at night. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I am ready to work and I'm uh, ready to conquer, but it's time to go to sleep. So I, I picked up some pearls and hopefully to our yeah. listeners, you, you, you're listening and re-listening to this episode because this is so valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I mentioned to you earlier before the show, we have listeners who are uh, clinicians and practitioners, and we also have uh, folks who are just picking up a pearl or two to improve their lives. Can you define fibromyalgia for our listeners? Okay. So first, let's look at the symptoms. If you have the paradox of exhausted and can't sleep, most people are exhausted. They can sleep all day and all night if they make the time. But can't sleep, even though you're exhausted, says that you've tripped a circuit breaker called the hypothalamus. That's the sleep and hormone control center. Um, if you also have widespread pain, then you have the fibromyalgia with it because the low energy in the muscles, muscles are like spring. It takes more energy to relax the muscle than to contract. That's, that's counterintuitive, but think about it. After a heavy workout, you don't come home and say, oh, my muscles are all loose and limp. You say they're all tight. Right. And when that chronic muscle shortening is the main cause of pain, not just in fibromyalgia, but in most people with chronic pain. And doctors, they just do an x-ray because they have no idea how to do a muscle exam. And the x-rays are meaningless, even if you're showing bone-on-bone kind of things going on. So tired, achy brain fog and can't sleep, you got it. Hmm. Interesting. And chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, obviously the name speaks for itself, but uh, any diagnostic uh, considerations that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah. If you, if you have the symptoms I just mentioned and you walk into the rheumatologist, you're going to come out with a diagnosis of fibromyalgia. If you go next door to the immunologist, you'll have a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, it's, you know, so the label is pretty meaningless. They're, they're the same. Now, there are some people with pure fatigue without pain and who, who can't sleep, and that's the, the chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, both of these represent an energy crisis where you trip a circuit breaker called the hypothalamus, and that's what sets everything off and running. Very interesting. So you've done placebo-controlled trials on both fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue, and you developed uh, your SHINE protocol, and you said that you experienced 90% improvement with your patients. Average 90% improvement in quality of life. And uh, what we did is we decided we're going to address the sleep. um, Well, as I mentioned, SHINE, we're going to address sleep, hormones, infections, nutrition, and then least important would be exercise as able. So we go ahead and do all those things uh, just to push exercise by itself. It's crazy because people are going to crash and feel like they got hit by a truck. Uh, But you do need to do some walking to maintain conditioning if you can as able. So when you do shine, the double-blind study showed, like say, average 90% improvement in quality of life. Uh, The majority of people actually no longer qualified that's having the diagnosis of fibromyalgia by the end of the study. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Can we dive deeper into uh, each one of those uh, letters in your acronym? Mm -hmm. So let's take a look at sleep. Uh, Certainly, you want to make time for sleep, as we discussed. You want to rule out things like sleep apnea. You fall asleep early, easily during the day at at your desk at work and stuff, as you mentioned. Um, You need to be checked for sleep apnea, maybe narcolepsy. Um, If your legs are jumping all night, if you're not sure, just ask your bed partner, you know, are are you? you know, blankets and your what your husband kicked around all night, you know. Right. Um, so these things can be looked for. There's uh, apps that you can use that will give you an idea if it's present. Um, but the we talked about the natural things that I like to start with. Hemp oil, by the way, is very good. Um, I'm really picky about brand because there's a lot of products out there that are 
awful. I, I think they spend all their money on the label and advertising what's in the bottles. Crap, sorry. But the there's one called Hemp Select. Uh, that's a very, very good one. Um, if you have a dispensary in your state, if, if medical marijuana is legal, they will have good quality usually because they're more regulated. Um, and it's not just the CBD. It's a whole hemp oil that has the best effect. So um, for pain, I'll give three twice a day of the 50 milligram hemp oil, which has 10 CBD. Um, and I'll, at night, I'll give as much as five capsules of 50 a piece, which it gets pricey. If it's any good, it's going to be pricey. Um, but it can be very helpful for sleep. And then the medications, uh, Ambien for fibromyalgia, I know there, there are issues, but for fibromyalgia to help people fall asleep, it's an excellent medication. And then tiny doses, Trazodone, Flexural, Gabapentin. And again, try the, you know, I will try them on with people. Some people, they feel much better with them. They keep them. people. Some people say, I don't like the way it feels. Stop it. This is like trying on shoes to see what fits. Everybody's different. Right. I'm going to give one simple thing, Emil. Uh, two simple things. If a doctor recommends something, including me, and you're not comfortable doing it, it doesn't feel good, and you do it anyway, it doesn't make you a good patient. It makes you a fool. If you're not comfortable with something, let the doctor know and tell them you're not comfortable with it and don't do it. Then the doctor can give you more information, um, and you can get a second opinion if you need. And then maybe you'll be comfortable, and if so, then fine. But if you're still not comfortable, don't do it. That's pretty amazing. I want to pick up on this because a lot of folks, including, I would say, including my, my parents, they have so much respect for doctors that they will blindly follow advice, even though their whole being is against it. Can you expand on this? I think it's so important to, be, to have that personal relationship with a physician where you feel comfortable expressing to the doctor, hey, doc, I don't think this is going to work for me. At least I don't believe in it. Uh, can you expand on this? Yeah, I treat people from all over the world. And often we're doing consultations by phone. And it's, you know, if a big part of knowing what's going to help you is your own intuitive sense. Our brains are very good. They're like, kind of like a microscope for looking at things and getting, you know, a very fine detail, but it misses the big picture. Your intuition or feelings draws from a much broader array of information. And that information of what feels good to you, what your own intuitive sense is, is critical for my being able to treat you optimally. Uh, it's also critical for your own integrity. If you're doing something you're not comfortable with, again, I'm not your boss. The doctor is not your boss. And I'll tell you right now, the doctor is your guide and your consultant. But you have to understand, most physicians' education, how did the past editor of New England Journal of Medicine, I'm going to paraphrase, he described medical education in the United States as slick advertising masquerading as science. Your doctor knows what the drug company voices in his head or her head are telling them to do, which means they know about what's profitable. They think they're being scientific. But they're not. It's the ad, you know. It's funny they had a lawsuit against one drug company, and it was turned out that a number of the studies were actually written by the PR department, who then put professors' names on them. Hmm. And the professors had never even done the study. So understand, your doctor is a nice person. They really love you. They care, and they are often clueless. They just know what the drug companies are teaching them. So your job is to get all the information, and then assess it and see what feels best to you. 
That's very, very interesting. I, I want to stress that this is so important. This is coming from a physician, a doctor, traditionally educated and seeing patients from all over the world. I honor you for saying this because a lot of physicians uh, would not say this out loud. And, and I want people to hear it because you, I often say that you need to be the CEO of your health. You work with a practitioner, but it's your health. You drive it. You work in that uh, in, in my opinion, that relationship is almost sacred, physician-doctor-patient uh, relationship. So you, uh, feel free to mention to the doctor exactly what's happening, what you're feeling, because there is a placebo effect as well. If you feel something is not going to work for you, it's likely not to work for you. Yes, and how can the doctor treat you properly if you're not giving him this cri- or her this critical information? It's, you know, it's like having blood in your stools and not telling them. They need to know how you feel about things. That's your intuitive sense. And Emil, you're 100% right. Uh, All of you, you are the boss of your own health and your own health decisions. And anybody tells you otherwise, run. (laughs) Very true. So let's go further. We talked about sleep in your shine uh, approach, shine protocol. Next is H, hormones. Hormones. So we're going to talk about both hormones and hypotension for the H. So the hormones, uh, the control center, we talked about flipping a circuit breaker called the hypothalamic pituitary axis. It's right back in the brain around this area. And that controls sleep, hormones, and uh, autonomic function, blood pressure, pulse, gut, sweating. So the hormones, um, you have the thyroid uh, as as the body's gas pedal. And if the thyroid is stuck on idle, you're not going to go very fast. Um, and it's funny, most doctors only rely on a test called the TSH, or sometimes they'll do a free T4. But I, I'll lecture to 500 doctors at a time sometime. And I love asking the simple question when I'm doing the lecture. I said, where do the normal ranges come from? And I see 500 sets of doctor eyes like deer in the headlights. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Now, they're basing... of the treatment decisions on something being in the normal range, having no idea where it comes from. They they said, well, wasn't it a committee of wise elders with long white beards that got together and said, if it's in this range, it's fine, or the research? No. They take 100 people. They apply a statistical norm called two standard deviations. What that means in English, they check 100 people. The 95 in the middle are defined as a normal range. So um, analogy I gave Dr. Oz that he's shown with is that a normal range for shoe sizes would therefore be size 5 to 13. So say you're a six foot eight, uh, 300-pound Texan. You're going to the, get your shoes mixed up. I live in Hawaii. Well, I have my Hawaii shirt on. Yes. Um, and we leave our shoes at the door so we don't track the lava in. And, you know, say he got mixed up and took somebody's size 5 shoe or 6 shoe. He'd go to the shoe doctor and say the shoe doesn't fit. And the doctor would say, it's a size six. It's in the normal range. Said, My toe doesn't get a damn thing. Doctors say, you're crazy. Start implying it because it's in the normal range. It's just like that. So how do you tell if you need thyroid? Well, tired, achy, weight gain, cold intolerant. It's not rocket science. Wow, pretty amazing. What a fascinating discussion we're having. Open, raw, and real. Thank you so much, Dr. Teitelbaum. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Halde Pharmaceutical Compounding is one of the nation's top compounding pharmacies. We work with medical professionals as well as consumers, both human and veterinary. If you're a patient or a doctor and need to consult us, please call us for a free consultation. Additionally, you may purchase carefully selected quality brand supplements and vitamins at discounted prices at hcompound.com. To schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Haldi or one of our associates, please email us at wellness at hcompound.com or call us at 646-650-5040. You can also check us out at hcompound.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Prescription for Success. If you'd like to reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to wellness at hcompound.com. Now back to Prescription for Success. Welcome back to Prescription for Success. This is your host, Emil Haldi. Today, I'm here with an amazing guest, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, best-selling author iconic medical authority, and expert on fatigue. To learn more about Dr. Teitelbaum, please visit his website at vitality101.com. So before the break, we had a fascinating discussion. We talked about some supplements to help fatigue and sleep. We talked about your shine protocol, and we started talking about the first two letters of the protocol, sleep and hormones. And I'd love to hear more, Dr. Teitelbaum. So let's take a look at hormones. We're talking about thyroid. So again, regardless of your blood test results, if you're tired, achy, uh, weight gain, cold intolerant, uh, if you have even two of those, see a holistic doctor who knows to treat you and not just a blood test. And the thing is, Synthroid, which is what all the most doctors hear about because that's the company that gave the most donations to the Endocrine Association. Uh, I couldn't be that why that's happening but anyway the armor thyroid or nature thyroid or for those who have sensitivity to the binders the compounded thyroid glandulars can be very good for fibromyalgia there's a significant subset of people that need only the active thyroid hormone called t3 and that is often best made by a compounding pharmacy who can do a sustained release uh some people do better with the immediate release called cytomel others with a compounded but your holistic doctor can guide you with that so, and you adjust the thyroid not to get the blood test normal, because as you mentioned, if I give you that, you know, 300-pound Texan a size 7 shoe, uh, when he had a 6, he may, you know, or that it's a normal range means nothing. You need to adjust it, the dose to what feels the best to you. And don't use a TSH blood test to monitor it. It's the biggest, most toxic, nasty, unreliable, dangerous test quite possibly ever created in human history. Um, sorry, but it's just, you know, if you have hypothalamic dysfunction, the test is meaningless. Um, and doctors don't know that, and they don't even know about hypothalamic dysfunction being more common these days. So you, you adjust it, and you check a free T4 blood test. Uh, if it's slow, that's okay, but you want to just make sure it's not too high. So free T4 is the test you recommend? Yes. And again, uh, the armor thyroid can drive that low because that's a different form of thyroid in it. So low is okay as long as it's not 
and the top 20% of the normal range are higher. Very, very interesting and important. Free T4. If you're listening to the show and you need to speak to your doctor, make sure you ask them for free T4 test. And in don't let them, exactly. And don't let them rely on the TSH to lower your dose. If you find you feel better on the higher dose and they say, oh, the TSH is too low, you got to lower it. And you lower it and you feel worse and they won't give you the dose that feels best when the free T4 is okay, find a holistic doctor who knows how to do this properly. So true. So you basically, we are testing for symptoms and energy and well-being, not for the lab uh, work. You're doing the mix of both, but you treat the person, not just the blood test. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. That's, important. that's excellent. So should we so look in, at adrenal? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, so adrenal is our body's stress handler. I would venture to say a quarter to a third of people in this country have adrenal fatigue from the high stress of modern life. As you mentioned, the simplest test, and I mean, I'll do the blood testing, you can do the salivary, but the bottom line is if you get irritable when hungry, if you get these feed me now or I'll kill you things, and especially if you sugar crave with that, you likely need adrenal support. Um, and a couple things with that, increase your salt and water intake. Cut down sugar, which will be easier once you do the rest of what we talked about here. And, we, and also, there's a supplement called Adrenoplex, uh, which has a mix of the glandulars, licorice, B5, vitamin C, a host of things that support the adrenal. And it will smooth those highs and lows right out. Um, and I'll tell you, it's way cheaper than a divorce lawyer or marriage counseling. A lot of people who are having relationship problems is because they get this irritability when hungry. And... I'm going to recommend you get this. If, you, if this sounds like you, I'm going to recommend you print up a little card for your, your friends and your honey. And Anna says, when I get irritable, just feed me. <laughs> because if they try to hug you or console you, you will claw their eyes out. Tell them just feed you. Um, not sugar. All it takes is a quarter packet of sugar under your tongue to break the attack. It'll go in quickly and break it within two, three minutes. Less than that. But then most people don't just do a quarter. They want one of those 36-ounce Big Burp sodas with 24 spoons of sugar, and that will put you on a crazy roller coaster emotionally all day. So just the tiniest bit of sugar and eat protein, and the protein will keep your blood sugar stable. But the Adrenoplex, very, very good adrenal supplement um, that works very well for people. So you do those things, and now with fibromyalgia, we sometimes use a bioidentical adrenal hormone as well. Um, but for day-to-day -day fatigue, uh, especially adrenal fatigue, the adrenoplex, salt water, uh, and cutting out the excess stresses in your life that you don't need. That's excellent. Pretty interesting. You, you mentioned uh, eating protein, not fat, not healthy fats, because the, the, the ketogenic diet is, uh, is, is, is so popular these days, and people say, well, it provides you long-lasting energy. What are your thoughts on that? Why, why protein versus healthy fat? Well, there's all kinds of things that contribute to energy, and I think the ketogenic diet can be a very healthy product for a lot of people, especially diabetics, things like that. Um, but the thing is that it's not going to maintain the blood sugar directly and quickly as the protein will. So for the adrenal fatigue, it's going to be the high protein because uh, the fats won't do that. Are you concerned at all about overconsumption of protein and stress in kidneys? Um, no. <laughs> not, not a concern. No. Not Generally a, not a concern. Makes no. sense. Makes sense. Generally, we recommend about 60 to 70 or 50 to 70 grams of protein. I know the bodybuilders. I, uh, 
I, I recommend people eat what feels best to them. Listen to your body with it. You know, I'm, I'm, if I sit there and say, okay, you should drink eight ounces glass, eight glasses of water a day. Uh, you should have, you know, these many grams of sugar, this many grams of salt, and you're spending all day doing that for the rest of your life. I, I tease that people who do that, there's probably who tell people to do that. There's probably a special place in hell. If there was such a place as hell, where they, and that they would have to sit in for eternity counting glasses of water and they drink all day. It's like, no, don't do that to yourself. See, you know, you have a rough sense, but uh, see what feels best to you. Listen to your body. It will tell you. Don't make yourself crazy with all this stuff. I love your message. It goes back to the shoes, size 5 to 13. So make sure you put on the right shoe that works for you and fits your body. See what feels the best. Your body will tell you. That's excellent. Uh, some people come and say, well, heroin will feel better. You know, he'll feel <laughs> good. For and then this part two of that is see what feels the best. And then how's that working out for you? You'll find the sugar will feel really good for the first hour, but it's not going to work out for you very well. It's just like the heroin. Now listen to your body. What feels good? How's it working out for you? That will guide you, take you where you want to go. Yes, makes sense. Long-term sugar would not feel well for you. Uh, next one is infections. Mm-hmm. Let's so talk about that. I, I want to mention one other thing for the hormones yes. for women in their 40s and for men in the late 40s and 50s. If you're starting to feel worse around your menses, not just PMSy, but tired, achy, headaches, can't sleep, you're probably entering perimenopause. Um, you go hormone deficient five to 12 years before the blood tests become abnormal and your periods stop. Consider the bioidentical hormone creams made by compounding pharmacists. Um, see how you feel with it. I would use the vaginal form and maybe the pellets. You know, use the vaginal creams first. Uh, can make a big difference. For men, uh, the testosterone, especially if you have metabolic syndrome, which is diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol, spare tire on the abdomen, you have two of those. And your testosterone level is under 540. Normal is under like 210, which is insane. You know, but under 540, consider the testosterone with the bioidentical. This isn't the bodybuilder synthetic poison stuff. This is the bioidentical. So that's the one other hormone that needed to be mentioned. But yeah, let's take a look at infections. Yeah. I want to mention something to our listeners. As uh, many of our listeners know, I'm a compounding pharmacist. So you mentioned compounding pharmacy. So I, I feel tempted to jump in and, and, and define this for our listeners. Can you define it? Because they've heard me define this before. What is a compounding pharmacy from your perspective, from the doctor's uh, perspective? Well, most pharmacies will not make anything unless it's horribly expensive and profitable. Otherwise, they can't put it through the FDA approval process, which costs about $400 million plus for each medication. This is why the FDA has approved almost no natural products. They had approved calcium, folic acid for birth defects. These Congress threatened to slash your budget if they didn't. But virtually no natural medications uh, or treatments. And anything that's generic and low cost, uh, they have not approved virtually any generic medication for treatment because it's financially impossible to do. So the drug companies are playing a game of, well, the insurance companies have to pay whatever we charge, so we'll charge everything. <laughs> and so medicines that used to be $5 a year are now $50,000 a year. Um, so, But coming to the rescue, and there's many things that the pharmaceutical companies won't make because they're not profitable because they can't go through the FDA approval process. So come compounding pharmacies to the rescue. They will not only make the bioidentical hormone creams, make things like low-dose naltrexone um, and things that if that was a medication that could get through the FDA process, it would be $25,000 a year, um, and every doctor would know about it. But since it's 
old and generic. It's just the 60 cents to a buck a day compounded um, in the low dose. Um, and also, when you hear on the news about this company, you know, that just, like say, took the price from $5 to $500 a pill, mm-hmm. well, often the compounders will still make it. It's like uh, ketamine, uh, which is useful for severe depression, for nerve pain. Um, and they came out with a nose spray that's $800 a dose. Well, you can get it for about $3 a dose compounded. Um, that probably would take a lot more discussion to really go into yes. properly for that one. But but there's so many different treatments that you can't get from the regular pharmacy because they're not profitable enough. Yeah. And, or you very well need it without the additives that are make cause allergic reactions and the rest. So they tailor the shoe to you as opposed to the pharmaceutical industry throwing a size 10 shoe at your head and saying, wear it. Absolutely. And, and what's unique about company pharmacies, we work very closely with the doctor or clinician to tailor make that particular medicine for you. And sometimes it's adjusting medicine to buy one milligram and you, and you could say, what is one milligram going to make to me? I'm a big guy or a big gal. Well, one milligram makes work a world of difference. And we talked about customizing uh, everything. You see how you feel. And a lot of times, for example, low dose naltrexone, one milligram makes a big difference. Yeah. And if you have a size nine foot, what difference is if it's just a size eight? yes Uh, I want to mention something to our listeners and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that if you're a physician or even if you're a patient looking for a compounding pharmacy make sure that you look for a PCAP accredited pharmacy that's uh, PCAP stands for pharmacy compounding accreditation board it's a it's a special board that comes into the pharmacy inspects and surveys the pharmacy to make sure that they're following certain standards and you're getting quality medications and there's quality process to support you and your doctor uh, through the process. Mm-hmm. So, so we've talked about uh, the hormones, the infections again. Uh, candida for most people is a big one. So mm-hmm. there's no test for it that's worth a nickel. Bottom line, if, if you have chronic nasal congestion, sinusitis, if you have post-nasal drip, clearing your throat a lot like that all the time, um, if you have irritable bowel syndrome, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, um, these are symptoms of adrenal, and especially if you have sugar craving. Not the feed me now or I'll kill you, but these are what I call the happy Twinkie hunters. They're going through the cabinet looking for something sweet to eat. Um, so... In those cases, I'm going to treat for the candida. Um, there's Caprolex, which is a nice caprylic acid that won't cause acid reflux on you. There's Lufeneron, which is actually a flea um, killer that you can get online. Uh, I'll use the medication Diflucan, 200 milligrams a day for six weeks. Um, for those with the chronic nasal symptoms, a sinusitis snow spray, I don't know if you compound it, but it's a mix of the antifungal, Bacterban, Xylitol, uh, we'll use a bit of bismuth in it, and the muscle put a little bit of a steroid in it. Um, that mm-hmm. combined with Diflucan and the chronic sinusitis goes away. What happens if you go to the doctor with chronic sinusitis? They give you antibiotics. And for ladies out there, you know, you get antibiotics. It makes yeast worse. Well, a Mayo Clinic study showed that 90 plus percent of chronic uh, sinusitis comes from uh, reaction to fungal or yeast elements in the nose and the sinuses. Um, and that's why giving antibiotics for that is what makes sinusitis become chronic sinusitis. Now, there are dozens of other infections, viral infections. There's numerous antivirals, uh, antibiotic sensitive, Lyme disease, of course, things like that. Um, but for day-to-day fatigue, 
for most people, the candida is a big issue. Um, for those CFS and fibromyalgia, that takes a, a really good assessment. And again, we treat people from all over the world. My new patient consults three hours of my one-on-one time. These wow. are complex illnesses. And we look for each of the different infections and things. Uh, but candida, for most of you out there, you get the nasal congestion, post-nasal drip, or irritable bowel syndrome. See a holistic doctor, get treated for candida. What are your thoughts on probiotics as it relates to helping candida? Probiotics are critical for health overall. The um, American diet is really causing havoc with our uh, digestive system. The uh, problem with most probiotics is that stomach acid will kill 97% of them or more. Yes. That's what part of the job of stomach acid. So I'm going to use one that's in a pearl form called Pearl's Elite. Uh, get the one with the five billion. Uh, again, we have the probiotic wars where it's, it's bigger. They think bigger is better, and it isn't. Now, uh, once you get over twenty billion bacteria in a probiotic, you can actually cause small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, gas, bloating, diarrhea uh, problems. And so, five to twenty billion. I like the pearls; they're really good. Uh, eat fermented foods, things along those lines. You know, get a lot. Of good stuff with that way too. So it's just common sense and avoid sugar. Sugar causes yeast overgrowth. Yeast grow by fermenting sugar. Yes. Now, I'll give you a little tip. Uh, how do you tell if you have a lot of gas if it's coming from bacterial overgrowth in the small intestine or candida? And with candida, you will fill up enough gas to fill up a weather balloon each day. You'll pass mm-hmm. enough gas, but it doesn't have that much of a smell. Uh, where if it's bacterial, it's going to have the sulfur. Remember back in grade school, the silent but deadlies? Yes. Sulfur smell? <laughs> that sulfur smell tells you that you're having um, bacterial overgrowth in the small intestine. Um, and there's a very nice herbal mix for that that helps re- rebalance the bacteria in, in the small intestine. It's called Ultra MFP Forte. It's made by Douglas Labs. worth considering having that. You do the, the basically one bottle, uh, a lot cheaper than the Rifaximin at 800 bucks. That's what they charge. And most people, that'll just knock it out. Nice, simple herbal thing. So that, that smell test. Uh, <laughs> or you can pay $400 and do hydrogen breath testing. But <laughs> it's just, it, you know, it'll tell you the same thing. This is pretty cool. You, we, we're educating our listeners how to diagnose. Uh, and I actually like this practical test. It makes sense to me, sulfur versus non-sulfur. Yep. Simple thing. Yeah. So, so should we look at nutrition? I would love that. Let's do that. Okay. So um, a good multivitamin is critical. And again, most, as I mentioned earlier, are not. So there's two that I recommend. If you like a daily drink each morning, the energy revitalization system, one scoop, add water, and stir. I stir with a fork. So it stirs easily. I will add one scoop of shine ribose to that. Um, and that's a five gram scoop. Don't take capsules for that. And those two, that one drink, replaces well over 50 pills a day with one drink. And people find it's just amazing in terms of how they feel. Um, I, I, had, I was walking down the street. I used to live in Annapolis, Maryland, on Chesapeake Bay. And I, you know, I was walking down the street, and this guy starts eyeing me from across the street. And suddenly he dashes through traffic, grabs me, and says, you're Dr. Teitelbaum, aren't you? And I, <laughs> I say, yeah. And he picks me up in this bear hug. And I said, we haven't even had a first date yet. Put me down. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, you know, I, what's going on? I said, I used to have, like, decades of horrible back pain. Nobody could help it. And I took that, your vitamin powder, because I designed that. My royalties go to charity for that. Um, so I designed it. And he said, my back pain was gone within the month. 
So wow, that's pretty amazing things. It, it is and nutritional. And, and what's the mechanism for that? If you back, if you see back pain go away with uh, multivitamins and mineral deficiencies, mostly it's the B vitamin and magnesium deficiencies causing low energy in the muscles, causing them to get locked in a shortened position. Now mm. there's 47 other nutrients in there too that also help. But those are the biggies for that. And then those who don't like a powder, the clinical essentials multivitamin is very good. That's what I take each morning myself. And if you saw my schedule, it would make your head spin. Like I, I, we mentioned before, we were talking before the show. I'm, I have four research studies that we're launching this year. I'm treating fibromyalgia. Uh, I just finished my third book in six months. Um, so plus seeing, taking care of people and doing media outreach and the rest. So um, the energy revitalization system plus the Shine Ribos, um, both of them you can get at a website that's www.end. So like the word end, E unlike Mary, I'm sorry, E unlike Nancy, T like David, the word fatigue.com. Do you guys carry it? If you carry those, just order it from Emil. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't really matter as long as people order and get better. You can yeah. order it through us or through the title bound, the website that you mentioned. Yeah, and you can get it anywhere, health food stores. These are, you know, the Shine Ribos is only on the website. But if you use your Ribos, use one from Bioenergy and use the powder. Because a lot of them out there are kind of iffy and might take 30 pills and you can take a drink. It's, it's simple. Yes. So that's for the nutritional support makes a big, big difference. And there's a host of other things, cocutane, acetylcarnitine, things that can be helpful. But for most of you... Just do the scoop of the shine ribos, scoop of the energy revitalization system, and you will be nutritionally turbocharged. That's so, pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I love the, the inf- personal information you shared. The schedule is so busy. You're writing books. You're full of energy. You're doing radio interviews. That's the best testimonial. Absolutely. And I only do things that feel good. I don't do shoulds anymore. And that makes as big a difference, as big a difference, yeah. at, at least as important, probably more important than what you put in your mouth. Can we stop and talk about this for a second? Because I think it's so, so important to all of us, all of us, that we, get, that we don't get caught up in doing things that other people want us to do. And I do things that, are, that feel good. Mm-hmm. And if we could get a pearl from this show and make a commitment or declaration that from now on, I will ask myself, does this feel good to me? Yes. Am That's- I helping my body or hurting my body? Would, would, would you agree with that? That, that? Those are the questions to ask. Yes, but it goes beyond helping your body. It's, you know, are you being authentic? So I'd like to give the example of a GPS. You know how you go in your car and you, you have the GPS. And say you told the GPS, take me where I want to go. No idea where you want to go. The GPS <laughs> is like your mind. Yes. Okay? And that is your mind in, in, in the analogy. And, and it has no idea who you are. Your mind just knows what you've been programmed by church, synagogue, schools, politics, news media, parents, all these fine folks that have been programming and saying, this is what you should do and be to make me happy. Yes. Um, but it has no idea who you are. Your feelings know what's authentic to you. So if you use your feelings and just disconnect your mind, a couple shots of tequila, whatever your approach of choice is, yoga, meditation, <laughs> disconnect your mind for a bit and simply daydream and see what things feel good to you. Notice how they feel. And that you make a list of the things that feel good and the things that don't feel good on the other column, like I said. And now you're looking at the things that feel good and you start to get a sense of who you are and what's authentic to you. You plug that into the GPS and then the GPS, which is your mind, is brilliant at getting you there. But don't ask your mind to figure out where you want to go. It has no idea. Your feelings know. I love it. I love it. Being authentic to yourself. It's, I, people live a lifetime and uh, may not learn that lesson. 
It's mm-hmm. so, so important. I cannot stress it enough. Ask yourself that question. Is it, is it agreeing with me? Is it good for me or not? And your body will tell if you're truly honest with yourself, your thoughts, and, and your heart, because uh, your heart knows the answers. You'll see how it feels. Should we take the last couple minutes and tell people how to get pain-free? I would love that. Okay. So, number one, uh, there's a free phone app. It's called Cures, C-U-R-E-S, capital A, dash Z. You can download that, look up arthritis, migraines, whatever, neuropathy, and it'll give you a short and sweet, here's what to do. There's a two-buck upgrade if you want to get it. It should be 50 bucks, but it's, it's a two-buck thing. But most of the information is on the free app um, So because we only have a few minutes. But a couple of things that are, if I had to be on a desert island, take one thing with me for pain. Uh, there's an herbal mix called curamin, not curcumin, but C-U-R-A-M-I-N. Um, one to two tablets three times a day. Give it six weeks to see the full effect. You can take it with any pain medications. This has been a pain relief miracle for people. I've seen it knock out pain that the narcotics didn't knock out. Um, the, for arthritis, you can take that and something called B-Mobile. Uh, M-O-B-I-L-E. Uh, those two together work really well for that. Um, a topical comfrey over joint and other pains. Uh, Trauma plant is a brand that I would use because it doesn't have the toxic component. Uh, can be very good. Hemp oil uh, can be very good for the pain. You know, and if you're in a medical marijuana state and you don't mind being, you know, <laughs> it can work. See how it feels for you. But especially in the evenings. So these simple things can dramatically impact the pain. But pain is like the oil light on the car's dashboard saying something needs attention. The medical approach is to put a Band-Aid over the oil light or smash it, and that doesn't work out very well. The holistic approach is put oil in the car, and the oil light goes out. Give your body what it needs. The pain goes away. And we could do a whole show on just that, but the Cures A to Z phone app will go through each kind of pain and tell you. It's like an owner's manual for your body. It'll tell you. That's pretty amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Cures A to Z app and your phone. Download it. Use it. See, uh, yeah. Check out the free version. There's a paid version, but uh, I strongly, strongly encourage. Yeah, and uh, for those with fibromyalgia, go to the website, vitality101.com. Uh, you'll see there's an, on step three, it's four steps to getting well. Uh, step three is an energy analysis program. It's a 10-minute free quiz. It'll tell you what's causing your energy crisis, and give you a detailed protocol, a uh, mix of natural prescription things on how to make the problem go away by optimizing energy production. We made this free for everybody, so not everybody can afford me for a consult. I'm very good, but I'm not cheap. Um, I sound like a hooker. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, but this way, everybody, even with no money, has access to the information they need to get well. This is a gift my wife and I made for everybody. That's excellent. Vitality 101. Uh, check it out, vitality101.com. Uh, Dr. Tidalbun, real quick, any specific nutrition approach as far as diet that you recommend to increase energy? Yes, eat what leaves you feeling the best. It's the same as a shoe thing again. There's no one diet that's best for everybody. You have a vegan diet. Some people thrive on it and some look sick as can be. Everybody is different. And see what, how does it feel and how is it working for you? Those two questions. And that is how to determine the diet best for you. Now, for fibromyalgia in general, most people find low sugar, high salt, high protein diet do best. But everybody's different. And again, most people tend to be dehydrated. You have afternoon fatigue, take 12 ounces of cold water and see if in two minutes later, if your energy is going way back up, uh, you have the diagnosis and treatment all of them and a free glass of water. 
That's excellent. Uh, Dr. Teitelbaum, I want to thank you for a phenomenal show. This was uh, such a wealth of information. I encourage everyone to go back and listen to it and take your notes. And you mentioned a number of products, a number of uh, tricks to improve your health and energy. This is absolutely terrific. Thank you for your kindness, for the pearls of information and your wisdom that you've shared. Your, what's your message to our listeners before we conclude? Follow your bliss. And, and everything else will follow from that. Wow, so powerful. Thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, this makes the show. If you want to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life, you need to be the CEO of your health. You need to be guided by an amazing practitioner. But it's your life. You lead it. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, be happy and healthy. Thank you for tuning in to Prescription for Success. Be sure to join your host, Dr. Emil Haldi, next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of the program. Have a great and healthy week.